Hello, welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hello Paul. Do we explore it really? Well we do explore things. Yeah, things. And how are you going? I'm alright, how are you? Very good, very good. End of the week. It's been an emotional one I'd suggest. It has been a big week. <laughs> it's been an emotional roller coaster. It's, it's funny how you have those weeks, isn't it? And then still, yep. here we are. Here we it's are. Good. It's good. And uh, this weekend, I'm going to a wedding. And it's interesting. Ooh, wedding food. Wow. Let's talk about wedding, wedding food. Wedding food is interesting because the last couple of weddings I've been to, it hasn't been that traditional sit-down... Chicken you know, or beef. Chicken or beef. It's been a really interesting mix of finger food. Yeah. And the... Um, like Canapes really, for those that have a little bit more. But yes, canapes. <laughs> Just, and it's Finger food, sausage rolls, and uh, party pies, and party pies out of out of the oven. Really interesting mix. And tomorrow's wedding is at the zoo. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I've heard really good things about from different people who've gone. Oh, the zoo! They they put on a great event. Mm. And um, so it's interesting how there's this real shift away from, you know, that traditional sort of yeah. sit down chicken and beef, and trying to alternate negotiate. When you're sitting at a table with people that you don't know, yeah, yeah. Um, and trying to say to them, "Hey, I really want that chicken. Would you like my beef?" And it's neither of them you. are ever really that good. Let's be honest. And they're never hot. No. And I know it's hard to do when you've yeah. got uh, you know a few hundred people. I remember sometimes. way, 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 way back in the day, way back in the day, I was working at this really nice small seafood restaurant. This is a long time ago. I don't even realize know how I stored this memory um, and anyway attached to the seafood restaurant another part of the business was a catering arm and a big catering sort of venue and they would host weddings so like big weddings like 400 people big big events but they also had a boat that went out on the Yarra and they would do boat weddings oh and I, I always remember going next door because they got along really well with the chef next door they all thought we were Flogs, because we were working in a fancy restaurant and all of the chefs next door were, you know, doing the hard yards, producing a masses of food, like volumes of food that you can't even imagine, right? Huge amounts of food. And to the best quality that you could, but as soon as you start producing that sort of volume, obviously you lose a little bit of, a little bit of quality. But then to add to the mix, like take that stuff down to the docks and put it on a boat and then serve it, like it was and a whole keep it health mu- and safety conscious. Yeah, it was a whole yeah. Those rules were probably pretty loose back then, but it was a whole nother scenario. So, yeah, wedding food. I, I also do remember a wedding that, which was quite a while ago now. It'd be over ten years ago, where it wasn't the canapé type thing, but it wasn't the um, certainly like alternate main courses. They actually bought out and did middle of the table. And it was an Italian-themed wedding. So they did, every table had a big porchetta roast and they had caprese salads and it was beautifully done. Wow. And this is quite a few years ago. But I have also attended a canapé wedding. The only thing is it's never enough. Because people are getting on the drink and da 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 There's never, ever enough canapés. And I think that's something that, like, I, whenever I've hosted canapé events, I'm, like, super conscious of. Because generally they're there in the evening and that's when people would have a meal. And if you don't get enough, and you have experienced this recently too, it might not, be, might not have been mm. a wedding, but at any event yes. or functions, 
Like for some reason, you always feel like you miss out. Yet the person that's hosted the event has paid a fortune for canapes, but someone there's some sort of Casper the Ghost situation that the ghost is sitting in the corner just like consuming all the canapes before they come out and you just end up with like well, three it's like little seagulls yeah you end up with three around, little yeah. bites for the entire evening and then you're like oh well what are we going to stop and get on the way home yes like that's funny isn't it yeah but, um, well at Brendan and, um, and Simone's wedding in November 19 they had a mixture but they had a big platter they had platters of food out on a long table and then there was other food circulating. Yeah. So at all times, if you didn't feel like you were getting something, you could always go over and grab that thing from the table. Yeah. Which was good. But for people who were sort of... It was, it was a beautiful wedding. Whereas um, a wedding I went to uh, in 2020, snuck in under the 25-person rule, the food was brought to the tables in that sort of way. So there was plenty of it and yeah. on the table. And then the next sort of round of canopies that come around because they didn't want people sort of mixing around once you no, sat down course. they wanted you to stay because yeah. it was easy for everybody then and that was fine but tomorrow it'll be interesting because it is a real trend away from that sort of traditional well i know this was a very long time ago but remember when dougie turned 50 and we had yes I do. yes and we had that big party above a reception a wedding reception what i found interesting then was that we had the same menu. There was a couple as the, as the wedding going on downstairs. So there was a couple there going to have their sort of taste testing and what they'd like to have for their meal. And that was great. And um, the friend of, of Doug and mine, that went, uh, James, the lovely James, who's now in Germany, um, went upstairs and had a look at the venue and sort of worked out what's what. And the same menu, yeah. but I reckon it was a third of the price. Yeah. We were just upstairs. Yeah. So there wasn't even a levy to bring it all up to us. No. But it was the same food. And it was great. Everyone sat down. We had a meal. It was, you know. I can't remember it, but I was there. But it was that same sort of, you know, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you were a little bit... um, Preoccupied. I think you were... Yes, I think you had a uh, big relationship with a... Um, a couple of beers that night, <laughs> like most people by the end. Yeah. And there was a live band. I left early. Had the, yeah, because I think you had... Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're not going there. Um, but there was a live band and it was great and they all got yeah. fed. And the food was fantastic for what it was. Yeah. But it was a third of the price that the people downstairs were sitting on the white tablecloth. And I thought that was interesting. But there's this real push now um, to... The problem is, is you attach the word wedding to anything and the price oh, goes up isn't it amazing yeah amazing like really yeah it's and for those that have listened to a few previous well podcasts previously i'm a big supporter of the hospitality industry as it stands and i know it, you know it costs a lot mm. it's a funny thing to say i suppose but it costs a lot to make money like yes, because, uh, you, because the overheads are extremely high, especially when you get large volumes of people and they need to be looked after and all the rest of it. And I understand, but yeah, sometimes some of those things I just look at it and go, really, like, really. But we're not here to bash people. No, no. But it was just. But I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I am looking forward to going. Well, possibly what you could do is start making a little bit of contribution to our social media and take some snaps of the food and oh, let us know what it's like. Well, I have got a few that want to uh, that have known the well, certainly known uh, one of the parties all of his life and um, through me and 
going away, we're taking, dragging the boys away when Doug and I were going away. So there's a few people that want photos, so I'll try to remember to do that. But it was good, you know, the, they had the usual list of... What I find interesting with, with that, you, you've got this mobile people then to logistically sort of manage. You've got not people sitting at a table where you can say, that person there, yeah. table five, seat four, is a vegetarian or a pescatarian or a vegan. You've got people rolling around everywhere and the poor waitering staff have got to remember what's in the dish, who they can serve, you know, what's what, and be answering a whole lot of questions. Is that got this? Is this got that? So that they uh, so that they don't say the wrong thing to somebody who might have an allergy or might yeah. not want to eat that food. So it's actually a lot more work on the waitering stuff, I would have thought. Mm, yeah, I yeah. And they, they have that pained look sometimes when they know that they've come out and it's late and everyone's been, you know, on the uh, the giggle juice a bit. And they have that pain look of they know they're going to walk out that sort of door and get swamped. Yeah, and get attacked. And they're looking at the people at the back who are kind of waving at them yeah. desperately saying, come to me, come to me. Yeah, and why are they waving? Because there's never enough. Well, it'll be interesting. I will, I will uh, speak about this. I will tell you whether yeah. there was enough. But uh, nice. Looking forward to that. Nice oh, sunny nice. day in Melbourne tomorrow. Predicted. Yeah. At the zoo. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. The zoo is great. Melbourne Zoo is really lovely. Very lush at the moment. So you're not going to do any other. You're not going to do any cooking, are you? None. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, maybe Sunday Thanks. night, but uh, no, probably not. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh oh, well, I did a bit of cooking this week. Uh, not for cooking with steam, but for work. So I did a bit of cooking, a bit of messing around with a few different uh, sort of settings and having a look at a few different results for when baking bread with your combi steam. So I've been sort of exploring that a little bit. The last few loaves I've baked, I've baked all differently to see if there's a marked difference between settings and volumes of steam and all the rest of it. Um, I did notice that your um, jar... Your um, sourdough, your sourdough starter, starter yeah. was empty and in the sink. It was just getting it clean. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. It was just in another little container, was it? Yeah. Having a rest, having a holiday. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I pulled it out so it could come up to temp and reactivate. So it was in the fridge. So it was kind of okay. dormant. Um, and then I pulled it out so it could fire up again and that way I could use it, which okay. is all you need to do, just in case anyone wonders. So you, when it's in the fridge, it will be sort of semi-dormant so it slows down uh, essentially the activation of the yeast it still needs to be fed but it's like an every sort of three or four day proposition if it's out at room temperature you need to feed it every day and then of course you can freeze it too and then you don't have to worry about it until you need it but yeah we've been down that road before I did but I I'm did gonna some... I am gonna do some baking over the weekend oh well I did do some cooking on Sunday I had um couple of beautiful friends around and I made uh, the shepherd's pie well I made oh, cottage pie yeah I and about that. that was I saw someone else making that the other day on TV actually and I know it was not the right weather because it's been so muggy and horrible sticky hot yeah. down here in Melbourne but it was just so lovely and uh, just had it with some steamed beans simple oh, but yum yeah very like just effective we'll just put it all on the table and uh, the two guests just helped themselves. Yeah, and you thought there was going to be leftovers. I thought there'd be leftovers. And Donuts. <laughs> there wasn't. Yeah. And I made a double serve. Yeah. And there wasn't. But it was one of those lovely, old-fashioned, 
It's actually, dishes. I remember now where I saw it. So I flick through the food channel every now and again just to see what's on there. If there's Rick Stein, I'll stop and the rest I'll just pass on by. But anyway, apparently there's a, there was this, I think it's an old show, but there was a new show for us, which was Royal Recipes. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen one. Yeah, of the I don't episodes. know. I don't, yeah. It's weird the fascination with the royal. The, the, this is the English royal family or the United Kingdom royal family. So the Queen and Commonwealth, royal the Commonwealth family. royal family, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I find it fascinating. That there is even a show about what they like to eat. Number one, but number two, it was interesting to see the past few that I've seen um, about what like Ch- Prince Charles's birthday party and the food that they served there I was really interested to see what sort of style it was in and so again very old school but the reason that I bring that up is because they bought in a Michelin star chef I can't remember who it was to do a shepherd's pie oh really yeah the royal version of a shepherd's pie which isn't different to any other bloody version but (laughs) apparently it's Prince William's Oh, really? like favourite thing or was when he was a child and so it was apparently this episode was like royal children's favourite dishes and that was Prince William's favourite dish apparently so yeah old school but like it was funny actually watching someone clearly with a really high skill set and a high like just like the look on their face when you eat food like that it just you know, and, and that's we talked about this before, mm. but proper comfort food. Yeah. Like, because it looks like a bunch of crap on a plate. It doesn't, it doesn't, it does, uh, doesn't it appeal, can't right? serve that no. and have it look good, but... No, not at all. But nonetheless, like, it's funny when you see that reaction. You know, it's the, the difference between what you could probably term as comfort food and fine food. Mm. You know, like, but you don't get the same reaction. You get the wows and the from you know yeah. fine food from a dining experience you get the whole like oh wow this is sort of really making me think and blowing my mind and all the rest of it but the comfort food is a totally different sort of primal like primal uh, reaction that yeah. is just like takes you back to your childhood sometimes or whatever it does I don't know there's something about those types of recipes that do that well I was really excited that uh, this couple were coming over so I actually started making the mix, the meat mix, early in the morning because I wanted to let it sit and just get some of those flavours going. Yeah. And I made the, and Doug made the mash when I went out. Yeah, I kind of feel like making one now that you're talking about it. It's and, funny. Um, so that was a little bit sort of harder and stiffer because that was in the fridge for a while too. But when I took it all out to assemble it to then bake it, and that was also another good thing. We've talked about this before as well, but they're coming over. I really wanted to see that it would be a long time since we could sort of sit down together and catch up. And I didn't want to spend all my time in the kitchen while they're chatting to yeah. Doug. I wanted to be in that conversation. So cooking something like that was great. You know, steam beans and uh, the yeah, the, it's about, the pie was in the yeah, oven. Active versus passive just, cooking time. Yeah, at, yeah, just sit down and, and take it out, put it on the table, serve it. And then I had already made a, um, a self-sourcing chocolate pudding yep. which is one of their favorites as well and that went in as soon as the the pie came out and that sort of cooked along and there was leftovers but that took those home yep. but there wasn't any shepherd's pie so the double batch and it still got uh, eaten so it was a lovely testament to uh, 
Having, shepherd's pie. Yeah, it's a shepherd's Well, it was actually cottage, cottage pie because yeah. it was beef. But there you go. Yeah, nice. Well, but other than that, not much happening really with cooking with steam this week, unfortunately. I did take a wander around the market, have a look at it. I just ran out of time, to be honest. Ran out of time this week, but we'll, we'll do some... I did... Th- I was going to... Oh, almond croissants. I am going to do that next week. Yes. So we'll do almond croissants next week. And okay. I did see some the other day at a um, patisserie, which were essentially an almond croissant, but they were pistachio and raspberry. Now, I know that pistachio and raspberry work beautifully together because I used to do a pistachio and raspberry creme brulee. And that is properly delicious. Like, people get really... Mm. It's got to mm. be a vanilla creme brulee, but a pistachio and raspberry creme brulee is beautiful. And I was actually saw that in almond croissant. So it was a pistachio okay. paste with raspberries in it. And I was like, ooh. And I'm not usually tempted by those things. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we could probably do two versions. Oh, that'd be great. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Fabu. But other than that, have a good weekend, everyone. Yes, have a great weekend, everyone. Happy Be cooking. safe, happy cooking, and until next time, take care. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.